Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your Week in Crypto on Monday, the 1st of November 2021. This week's events include Ether hitting an all-time high, Binance's Marketplace beta launch, CoinList achieving a $1.5 billion valuation, and FATF releasing its crypto guidance. The crypto market cap this week finished up just shy of 3% at $2.6 trillion. Ethereum's Ether token, which is the second largest cryptocurrency by market cap, reached a new all-time high this week of $4,416.05, according to CoinGecko. As with all these all-time highs, it's jumped up and then went back down again, but it was certainly a big event hitting this new milestone here. Some of the speculation in terms of what caused it was the hard fork happening, one of the building blocks of the transition to Ethereum 2.0 taking place successfully but uh, beyond that really it's just speculation but it's certainly good news for holders of the cryptocurrency. BlockFi and Newberger Berman have created a new business that's focused on building out crypto ETFs and other funds. So BlockFi is a crypto financial services company and Newberger Berman is a investment manager and what they're looking at doing is having crypto products as uh, exchange traded funds. We've spoken I think it was two weeks ago about how uh, some Bitcoin futures ETFs have now launched which is really opening up the floodgates for more ETF products to be created there. And so you know this is going to be no doubt one of many different uh, sets of organizations getting into the space. And so what they've done is they've created a new legal entity in order to do this. But of course, they're going to be up against a lot of other competition. The most recent launch that we saw was um, Valkyrie, but before that was ProShares, a strategy ETF. And uh, the ProShares one that launched on October the 19th saw nearly 1 billion in volumes on its first day. And Valkyrie did there shortly after, which saw nearly $80 million in volume on its launch day. So it's it's certainly, you know, it's a space that's really going to be hotting up and no doubt has been driving a lot of the positive sentiment uh, towards Bitcoin recently. MasterCard has announced a new partnership with the crypto exchange backed in order to broaden uh, the services that it offers to partner organizations that it works with. The goal here is that uh, it's just going to simplify adding cryptocurrency support to, to partners of MasterCard. And so these sorts of partners, they include like banks, fintech firms, and so on. And the the focus is going to be crypto investment tools and custodial wallets there. And so again, you know, MasterCard, given how dominant they are in the the payment space, like Visa, they're making a lot of inroads into the world of crypto and blockchain and finding new ways that uh, that their partners and users can actually engage with it. Another significant piece of news this week was Binance uh, opening up applications for its marketplace. And this is, uh, it's running a public public beta for it. But the, the intent here is that it's going to be you know, a marketplace where firms can actually offer services to the users of Binance. And so it's no, no doubt going to increase the types of products that will actually be available. So the idea here is that uh, you know, right now, anyway, the Binance marketplace provides like a hotel booking services through Travala. But uh, the idea is that they'll be able to do things like create and send gift cards, uh, participate in launch pads, where, which are basically early access to investment events for blockchain and crypto firms and, and and even look at liquidity swapping type opportunities as well and so given that binance is the most dominant crypto exchange currently with 
it's uh, yeah, it's, it certainly has the potential to grow their overall ecosystem because they're going to be bringing more innovative companies onto their platform to find ways in which they can help uh, you know, foster greater adoption. And it's kind of similar to what we're seeing with uh, you know with, with other companies like Coinbase, for instance. We spoke previously about how they're launching an NFT platform, and it's this whole idea of you know beyond the, the actual crypto trading, what can all of these different exchanges do to grow their market share, basically, and help the, the overall space innovate too. Another piece of news, CoinList has, has achieved a valuation of $1.5 billion off the back of $100 million in funding. This was actually its Series A funding round. So, you know, to get $100 million Series A, given that they're already quite a well-established force within the, the crypto sphere, it's, it's a pretty significant achievement there. The, the actual backers here, you had Accomplice VC and Agman Partners who co-led the funding round, uh, and then there was a number of other VCs behind the scenes as well. You know, Certainly, Coin, CoinList is, is a fascinating platform because what they actually do is they have a platform that enables crypto projects and blockchain projects to actually list their tokens and raise funds from the public. So you can kind of think of it a bit like you know what ICOs did, of course, well, ICOs still do in a decentralized manner in that they allow people just to send crypto in order to get tokens in exchange. But the CoinList approach actually is much more focused on providing a platform for doing this, which isn't decentralized, uh, but it gives people the same similar sorts of opportunities to what they get participating in ICOs. And they've certainly managed to achieve some really high profile projects on this as well, because Solana, Dapper Labs and Filecoin have all actually raised investment on the platform there. So it's it's definitely going to be one that's going you know, to continues to grow. They've only got 75 people right now, and apparently they're looking to double the headquarters count in the next 12 months off the back of this. Another big piece of news is this week was the, the Financial Action Task Force, or uh, FATF, which is an intergovernmental organization founded in 1989, focused off the back of the G7 to actually create policies to combat money laundering, has released its finalized crypto guidance containing clarifications on you know, who f- falls under these recommended requirements. And so they first started looking at the space in 2019 and they've actually got their own vocabulary here as well which is quite interesting because they they talk about rather than crypto or digital assets they talk about virtual asset service providers which are really those firms that are working with providing crypto type services you know there's a number of different jurisdictions which are paying close attention to these standards and are trying to implement the standard the standards that FATF have actually been providing what they've basically said with their guidelines is that uh, virtual asset service providers or VASPs as they're calling them should meet the same standards that are applied to traditional financial companies, which obviously isn't a surprise as such, um, but it's important that they're sort of, they're they're speaking out about this. Um, But some of the other interesting points around this though, as well, was that they think it's important to actually analyze service providers based on what they provide rather than how well they actually fit into the nomenclature that uh, they've actually provided. And uh, NFTs apparently don't, aren't classified as virtual assets, but they could need to be regulated if they're being used in a way that falls under their, their broader guidance there. At this point, though, it's not clear like how decentralized applications, um, you know, whether, whether they fall under the guidance or not. Um, but
but it, but, but it's, it's, it's certainly good to see this um, moving forward here anyway. That's all we have for this week in crypto. If you're interested in the key events taking place in DeFi, enterprise blockchain and protocols or NFTs, please check out our other This Week in Blockchain episodes too. And if you want to find out more about the people behind the scenes, do check out our Blockchain Innovators podcast, where I speak to individuals who've made significant contributions to the blockchain ecosystem, find out what inspires these people, get their thoughts on the latest industry news and events spanning crypto, enterprise protocols, DeFi, NFTs and DAOs. Thanks and I'll see you next week.